Welcome to the Tear Talk Podcast with author, coach, and speaker, Mashani Allen. Known as the Golden Scribe, Mashani has over two decades of writing experience, and her passion for the craft has given her the opportunity to impart wisdom, affirmation, hope, and confidence into many. Let's listen now as Mashani delves into topics that have impacted her on her Tear Talk journey and helped her discover the power of the pen. Welcome, 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 welcome. Welcome to the Tear Talk podcast. So glad to have you all join me on today. Our topic is one that I think is an interesting one because in some ways we have been trained to believe that it's automatic, but sadly it's not. And I think that it's becoming more comfortable or more acceptable of it not being common to individuals personally and to groups of people. And what I'm talking about today is honesty. And I just got to thinking like growing up and even as adults, you really just assume that when you talk to people, um, when you engage with people, that whatever they're sharing with you, they're being honest, like honesty is coming forth. But we have seen time and time again in, in our personal lives, as a nation, in just the world, that honesty isn't is not an automatic thing. But when I was thinking about this topic, I was not trying to think of outside. I was really trying to think of inside, like me personally, how have I been when it comes to honesty, not just with others, but with myself. And I wanted to share a poem with you all that I wrote about honesty, and then we'll talk about this topic just a little bit more, okay? So this is titled Honesty. Honestly, Honesty wasn't always a part of my chemistry. My molecular system shunned and hid that part of me, for it would reflect a view you see that was not favorably. I couldn't reveal the fragmented heart full of pain and debris, so I would instead laugh and smile while appearing to agree. Unaware untruths were like a thermometer increased degrees while struggling with my negative inner critic acting like a MC, wishing and praying daily someone would hear my silent plea. But one day I discovered a treasure chest with a beautiful key when I fell on my knees and confessed my true love for thee. Honesty. I was thinking about this before coming on to the podcast And I realized, and this is me speaking for me, that at times it wasn't always that I didn't want to be honest. Sometimes I just wasn't ready to be honest. And and you're put on a spot to answer a question or divulge information. Sometimes the answer wasn't the full picture. And I realize that now. It's not that I didn't want to be honest. Sometimes I just wasn't ready to be honest. I think that that may be something that applies for like multiple people. I know the way my brain works. Sometimes I need time to process. It's it's not just the statement that you need from me. It, it's it's going to be more words and more understanding that needs to come. And sometimes I just, I just wasn't ready to share. And for me, I, I learned that 
writing helped me to be more honest. And even with when I journal, and I've actually taken the Tear Talk journey, which is the 90-day guide to healing through journaling, the 90 writing prompts from my book, Tear Talk. I've taken the Tear Talk journey, which is what I call going through the 90 writing prompts, multiple times. And I've had some of the prompts I'll wake up with my pen ready and notebook in hand, and I'll look at that question, and my response is, not today. <laughs> Not today. I met with a friend of mine a few weeks ago, her and a group of young ladies from her church. They're taking the tear talk journey and they're doing the writing prompts. And I told them that I said, feel comfortable. You know, there's a writing prompt that comes up and it's not that you don't want to answer the question. You just might not be ready to delve that deep. And I think that we have to allow that space when it comes to honesty. I think we have to give ourselves that grace when it comes to honesty. Sometimes some things that we need to talk about, some things that we need to share, some things that we need to divulge, you know, it can, it can almost be like an onion. You know, people going to get that story in layers. And it's not that you consciously or purposely want to withhold but what you may be dealing with may be so heavy that, you know, you can't, you can't give it all at once. Like some things can't be consumed all at once. And I think we need to understand that even if you don't give all of the information for a particular situation, that doesn't mean that you're being dishonest. In some circumstances, you're being careful, you're protecting, and you're, you're making sure that a person can be trustworthy with, with what you're telling them. And I know for me, there have been times, even in my journaling, I've definitely become more free now, clearly with me, <laughs> with the stuff that I share on this podcast. I've definitely been healed from a lot and gotten free in a lot of ways. But even sometimes it will be a challenge for me to write some things in their fullness, let alone talk some things in their fullness or share some things in their fullness. But I think honesty more than anything is a posture of the heart and the willingness to to give the facts or to share the information from from a pure place. And it it saddens me like one thing <laughs> that like people say, what's the worst thing somebody can do to you? For me, it was to lie. Like, why you got to lie? <laughs> Especially when it's, it can be something so simple. And it reminded me of my brother had a friend when we were growing up and they called him double man because he would say one thing. But if somebody else said something or they were doing something all of a sudden he was doing it. So he, he, they called him double man because he had like a double tongue. He was constantly switching and changing his story to make it match and compare with other people. And he, in, in essence, he was constantly lying. And what saddens me is this, you know, untruths have become so common to where, you know, it's sad that we can't assume like we used to, that even just simple conversations with strangers or people that we work with or people that we engage with all the time, that we have to question whether or not that was the truth. 
Oh, well, they're being honest. And sadly, some people are so good, it feels and it seems so real. But some people sadly have been, they, they are master deceivers. But in us looking at us, I can honestly say that there were times when I was deceptive to myself. And I know that sounds strange, but it's, it, it is my truth. There were some things that I would make up to try and cover or to try and disregard or use to ignore a circumstance or a situation. Sometimes I would have an untruth because I didn't want to deal with the consequences of a situation. And sometimes I would be dishonest with myself because the truth was too painful. It was easier to lie. It was easier to paint a different picture. It was easier to show myself a different reality as opposed to what really was. And it was easier to not deal with the shame. And it was easier to not deal with the pain. It was easier to lie. And that is a truth. Sometimes it can feel as though it's easier to lie because not only are some truths hard and some honesty hard for us to deal with, some honesty and some truths are hard for others to deal with, even though they may, may be the one answer, asking the question, you know? And it's like, you, you really don't want me to be honest. And I sometimes have to ask people like, how, how honest? Cause I, I can be brutally <laughs> honest. So how honest do you want me to be? And I don't, I don't know if we're completely ready, um, for certain conversations. I don't know if we're completely ready for certain levels of transparency. And for me, my relationship with God and my willingness to learn of him in a different way helped my levels of honesty and transparency to evolve. Because honestly, sometimes I didn't see him as father, as loving. Sometimes I mainly saw him as judge as someone who's only looking at the wrong that you've done. And that that has you have a fear-based mindset and a negative space for someone who is supposed to be such a loving God. And not fully understanding some biblical text in the proper context and also certain messages being presented from a certain posture can engrave that type of mindset and that type of posture when it comes or when it came to him. And I just was blessed to have a strong desire to know him the way he wanted to be known. And that was from a perspective of love and not a perspective of fear and cultivating the understanding of the perspective of love provided a greater level of grace for me to be able to be honest with him, which in turn caused me to be honest with me. And in my being honest with me, it helped me to feel more comfortable being honest with others. It's helped me to feel more comfortable saying, you know what, I'm going to need a minute before I can give you a response on that. Can you give me a day? And then I'll be able to reply. I don't know if we've helped or encouraged 
people in these ways. I think sometimes, you know, sometimes some things do need an immediate response, but I don't know if we've allowed those who need time to process how they want to respond. I don't know if that's always um, given, and I don't know if that's always seen as a positive thing. Sometimes people can feel rejected because you're not able to reply immediately, but that's when you have to have a conversation and say, it's not that I don't want to reply to you. I just want to make sure I reply to you rightly. And I want to reply from the right heart and spirit. So just give me a day. (laughs) You're going to get an honest response, but I, I need time to process how I want to respond. And I think that I've had to cultivate this with myself cultivate this with friends, cultivate this with family for me, because I understand the power of words and not just the power of words. I understand the, the, the power of tone as well. And for as much as somebody from, from may want something immediately from me, they have learned to respect when I say I need a moment, because that means I want to honor them as a person. And my feedback may not be completely something that they want to hear, but I want to have it laced with love and whatever it is that I need to say. I'm very, very cautious with my words. And I, because I understand the power, I understand how words and tone can break or make a person. And it might not, I'm not saying it's the same for everyone, but words have power and the tone of the delivery has power as well. And I think we have to become more open to allowing people to respond to us and as their best selves, however that may be, whether that may be that, you know, on on the, in the moment they can do it immediately or if they need a minute and I know for me, even when I talk about journaling, sometimes even when I would journal, there will be sometimes I will be afraid to write. You know, I will be afraid even in in a in a notebook that no one else is going to read. I will be afraid like emotions and feelings and memories. I will be afraid to write. I will be afraid to share. I will be afraid to be honest with me by putting, you know, whatever it was on paper. But I'm thankful that I've been like my life has been journaled from 2005 to present day. I'm thankful that I continue to allow my pen to be an instrument to help me find my voice, which also helped me become more honest with myself, which then helped me become more honest with God, which then helped me become more honest with others. And I'm not, I'm not saying that I never lie. I don't think that that would be fair or true, but I'm very conscious of being honest and telling the truth because even still as an adult, sometimes it it could be easier to lie (laughs) because there are consequences with, with honesty and truth all the time. But I'm thankful that I don't walk around with the shame or the guilt that can come with living a life of untruths. I used to be really brutally honest, but I've become more mindful of being loving even in my truth and being loving even in my honesty. And I found it to be healing for me and I found it to be healing for those that I encounter as well. And I think that that's, that's a part of the journey. I, I, one of my greatest challenges with life is that 
I don't think we allow people to take their journey. I think we, we've been trying to do this cookie cutter. Your life should look like this and you should only experience this, that, or the other. I don't think we allow people to take their journey. And in that, I don't think we realize how much we don't allow people to experience because they haven't taken their own journey. My journey has birthed some of the greatest treasures on the inside of me regarding my character. That if I would have taken other routes, I don't know if those those character traits would have come out the way that they have. So if you have been listening to my podcast, my prayer is that you take your journey. We're all born into this world, but it's still not a one size fits all on how we live. And I understand that some people definitely have our best interest in heart, but we have to allow people to take their journey because we don't know where it's going to lead them. Just like we don't fully know where ours is going to lead us. And I think that sometimes we have done people a great disservice by allowing our fears to limit what God may want to do in and through them that may look different from what we've ever known. I pray that if you are listening and you've been wanting to do something different, that you have the courage to do the different and that you're honest with those around you in the best way possible. Sometimes honesty is limiting information until a certain time, but that you you take the journey that you feel as though you need to take both mentally, spiritually, emotionally, and sometimes physically. And at the end of the day, even in whatever journey you take, allow honesty to be something that you cultivate, that you nurture, and that you allow to mature to another level in you, through you, for you, and for others. Thank you for listening. You all be blessed. Thank you for joining the Tear Talk podcast. You can purchase today's featured t-shirt and learn more about Mashani by visiting MashaniAllen.com. Also, check out her exclusive line of custom journals at bit.ly forward slash the golden scribe.